0: Thank you for joining me for Daily Liturgy and Scripture. Today we will be reading Psalms 52, 53, and 54, Ezra chapter 9, and 2 Timothy 4. Before we begin, let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. God's kindness is all day long. Disasters your tongue devises, like a well-honed razor, doing deceit. You love evil better than good, a lie more than speaking justice. You love all destructive words, the tongue of deceit. God surely will smash you forever, sweep you up and tear you from the tent, root you out from the land of the living, and the righteous shall see and be awed and laugh over him. Look, the man who does not make God his stronghold, and who trusts in his great wealth, who would be strong in his disaster. But I am like a lush olive tree in the house of our God. I trust in God's kindness forevermore. I shall acclaim you forever, for you have acted, and hope in your name, for it is good before you are faithful. Psalm chapter 53 The scoundrel has said in his heart there is no God. They corrupt and do loathsome misdeeds. There is none who does good. The Lord from the heavens looked down on the sons of humankind to see, is there someone discerning, someone seeking out God? All are tainted, all together befouled. There is none who does good. There is not even one. Do they not know the wrongdoers? Devourers of my people devoured them like bread. They did not call on God. There did they sorely fear. There was no fear. For God scattered the bones of your besieger. You put them to shame, for God spurned them. O oh, may from Zion come Israel's rescue, when God restores His people's fortunes. May Jacob exult, may Israel rejoice. Psalm chapter 54 God, through your name rescue me, and through your might take up my cause. God, O oh, hear my prayer, hearken to my mouth's utterances. For strangers have risen against me, and oppressors have sought my life. They did not set God before them. Look, God is about to help me, my master among those who support me. Let him pay back evil to my assailants, demolish them through your truth. With a free will offering, let me sacrifice to you. Let me acclaim your name, Lord, for it is good. For from every strait He saved me, and my eyes see my enemies defeat. Ezra chapter nine. After these things had been done, the leaders came to me and said, The people of Israel, including the priests and the Levites, have not kept themselves separate from the neighboring peoples with their detestable practices, like those of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians, and Amorites. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons, and have mingled the holy race with the peoples around them. And the leaders and officials have led the way in this unfaithfulness. When I heard this, I tore my tunic and cloak, pulled hair from my head and beard, and sat down appalled. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel gathered around me because of this unfaithfulness of the exiles, and I sat there appalled until the evening sacrifice. Then at the evening sacrifice I rose from my self-abasement, with my tunic and cloak torn, and fell to my knees with my hands spread out to the Lord my God, and prayed, I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift up my face to you, because our sins are higher than our heads, and our guilt has reached to the heavens. From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our great sins, we and our kings and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity, to pillage and humiliation at the hand of foreign kings, as it is today. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant, and giving us a firm place in His sanctuary. And so our God gives light to our eyes, and a little relief in our bondage. Though we are slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins. And He has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. But now, our God, what can we say after this? For we have forsaken the commands You gave, through your servants the prophets, when you said, The land you are entering to possess is a land polluted by the corruption of its peoples. By their detestable practices, they have filled it with their impurity from one end to the other. Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons or take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty of friendship with them at any time, that you may be strong and eat the good things of the land and leave it to your children as an everlasting inheritance. What has happened to us is a result of our evil deeds and our great guilt." And yet, our God, you have punished us less than our sins deserved, and have given us a remnant like this. Shall we then break your commands again and intermarry with the peoples who commit such detestable practices? Would you not be angry enough with us to destroy us, leaving us no remnant or survivor? Lord, the God of Israel, you are righteous. We are left this day as a remnant. Here we are before you in our guilt, though because of it, not one of us can stand in your presence. second timothy chapter 4 in the presence of god and of christ jesus who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom i give you this charge preach the word be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers that say what their itching ears want to hear They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Do your best to come to me quickly, for Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. Alexander the metalworker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him, because he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Anesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all.